well, well. Welcome back, everybody, to Talking Sci-Fi. Lee, how the hell are you? Welcome back, Kaplan, after a three-week hiatus. Yeah, something like that. Jared? Hello. Hi, buddy. We're also joined by Mr. Will Barton. What is up, boys? What's going on? So we are back, uh, yes, three weeks in a row. We did not actively record. We have uh, had a couple things lined up to drop. They all did. Hopefully you guys have been listening and enjoying those episodes. Um, I actually listened to a couple of them during our road trips to and from uh, Salem, Massachusetts, and then um, over to West Virginia. So good content. Check it out. So tonight, we're back. Mr. Ferguson, what are we doing? Tonight, we're going to do the top five what-the-fuck moments. The moments that we never really saw coming. The twist, call them twists, call them... Uh, we just didn't know that that was even a thing that was going to happen. It could be something that was said. It could be a scene um, or just a, just a complete left field, you know, phenomenon that happened during a movie. And I don't think we restricted it to movies, but no. I didn't say anything about series or anything. It could be, I guess it could be anything. At this I, point. Have, I have blended between series, video games, movies. I've got a, I got a bunch of stuff. I can work on the fly. <clears throat> Sweet. <laughs> All well, right. I think without further ado, let's just jump right in. You want to line up a How shot? How about uh, lining up a shot? It looks like we have something in front of us. What do we got? Well, what are you working with tonight, sir? I've actually changed up my typical. I'm going with a little bit of this Knob Creek pre-made old-fashioned. Nice. Knob Creek. Quite yummy, let me tell you. We were uh, recently going with a bullet bourbon um, pre-made old-fashioned that was really good. I'm sure the Knob Creek's probably just virtually the same. It's good stuff. Mm, very tasty. <laughs> you love me some old-fashioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fashions are good. Yeah. All right. Let's line up shot one. Shot one is just a straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Oh, God. Uh, it is. From Cold Spring Hollow. It's uh, local here in PA. Yeah. Probably going to destroy us. I mean, That's you fine. too. Me, I'll be fine. But, uh, cheers to everybody. <laughs> cheers. Welcome back. Cheers. Welcome back to that back. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Oh, it's wee nip of the creature. That's good stuff. <sighs> Not bad. It's not bad, actually. Really? Because we're going to do another one right after this. Oh. Okay. No. All we, right. We have a plethora of shit to do. Oh, God damn. Who do we want to start off our uh, our number five tonight? Let's uh, let's give it to Will. Really? Me? Oh, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> you have the so, so th- this is one of those subjects where you could just go all crazy. So I, I tried to I tried to get like some really good top fives, but then I have honorable mentions for days too. So I think my my number five is finding out in the movie Alien that Ash is a robot. That's very good. Yeah. So, you know, Ripley is trying to access Mother, um, and she discovers that the company has, you know, they secretly ordered Ash to return with the alien, and the crew is basically expendable. So, you know, of course, she confronts Ash, and he immediately starts to try to choke her to death, and we reveal, you know, how strong he is. And Parker comes in and clubs Ash, (laughs) knocking the dude's head pretty much off. Where we figure out, you know, at that point he's an android because all this weird-looking Similac stuff starts shooting out of him. You know, that's a great one. Actually, Very cool have scene. That, have that in my list. Nice, nice, Mr. Jared. We're gonna go clockwise. To clockwise you. to Becker. You're gonna go clockwise. My God. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go with Soylent Green is people. Yeah. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> Good one. I uh, 
I mean, you have your suspicions during that movie when you're watching it for the first time, mm-hmm. but you're not 100% sure where it's going. And then it finally reveals itself in a true fashion. It's just very theatrical. And it, I, I, I very much enjoyed that reveal in that in the end of that film. It's pretty cool. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It, it, I think most of these are going to be either things like, like that left field twist but that yeah that i mean i like the ones that you can kind of see coming you see like the underlying it gives like, you slight it, clues, like the clues yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. you're kind of suspicious and you're like okay all right and then even when it comes out you're like what 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 no, <laughs> no. this is all wrong mr ferguson my number five is going to be i thought this might be a little bit lower in mind but i'm going to go with uh, the sixth sense Ooh. At the very end, yes, you know? and I think that through. I don't. Nobody. I don't think anybody that I knew or even suspected it. But I mean, that's one that took me us all right to the end, and yeah. you just go to, you know, to figure out that uh, John Travolta was was the ghost all along. It's I wouldn't have known it, and then, you know, they, then they do that sequence back when he when he starts to figure it out. He's like, oh, and then they sequence back the the lead up from the start of the movie, all these different scenes, you're going, damn, he wasn't, he, he was the ghost. Yeah. And it's to not see or recognize that <clears throat> just lends a lot of credence to the, to the director and the producers on that movie. They did a great job. Yeah. Because I, I w- absolutely was astounded at the end of that movie. Like what in the hell just happened here? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So my number five is a, uh, I'm calling to one of my video games, one of my favorites, in fact, um, Mass Effect 3's ending is going to be on a what the fuck for me. Um, anybody that plays Mass Effect, um, a really awesome game. It, it as you progress through one, two, and three, the um, whatever actions your character takes has impacts on the gameplay in the future. Um, so Mass Effect 3 was one of those ones where you had to choose an ending um, to basically uh, get rid of the the bad guys. Um, these zombie-like creatures. Um, and one of the endings, the, the what-the-fuck ending for me was you choose an ending to basically eliminate space travel, interstellar space travel as far as humanity is concerned. Um, and it, the cutscene is all of the mass relays, which is how these ships travel um, interstellar, uh, or from galaxy to galaxy, yeah. Um, all of them blowing up, and then the Normandy, the hero ship, is in the uh, faster than light corridor and it blows up the mass relay blows up and the shockwave kicks the Normandy out um, nobody it, else it knows what the hell you're talking about because right none of you all are fucking gamers so <laughs> shut the hell up <laughs> Jesus what a great pick that's a good one <laughs> okay well we're moving on because none of y'all are gamers Vader's 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 no, no, Vader, Vader stays Vader, Vader called out today. Vader Vader <laughs> I'm there with well, you, man. I got it. I, I feel you. I do. I played the game. I'm there. Okay. You're not alone, okay? All right. At least somebody <laughs> understands. Ah. ah, damn it. Well, what's your number four? Man, so this was like one of the most traumatizing scenes for me as a kid. Um, so remember Superman 3. Yeah. And, you know, the big bad isn't Lex Luthor. Um, I actually forget his name. I can't remember his name, but that his sister. Dog. No, that was that was the second one. That was Superman that 2. second? Yeah, Superman was... three was the one with uh, you know. Um, uh, uh, you talking about the guy that has uh, uh, long fingernails? 
No, that's Superman four. The Quest that's for Peace. Four. Okay. Jesus, we're all forget. What the hell was the? How, I just had what? it up too. So, uh, it's got Richard Pryor, Jackie Cooper, Mark McClure, Annette O'Toole. But the the main character, the big bad, is a guy named Ross Webster. He's a CEO, and they're creating this supercomputer, right? So toward the end, his oh, sister yeah. gets yeah. sucked into this computer okay. and is basically turned into a cyborg and just starts going ham, shooting lasers okay. at everybody. But it's a very vivid you know, scene where it shows her. It's, it's sort of like the Borg transformation from Star Trek where she's like sucked into the machine. Yeah, it's very good. And all of a sudden she's screaming and then she just goes quiet and yeah. her eyes close and then they open back up and they're like dead doll cyborg eyes. <laughs> like a doll's eyes. That's good. That's, like I completely eyes. forgot about that damn movie until you, until you started saying it. I'm like, well, what was three? But yeah, I remember all of that. So like when you're a kid and you see this fun. in the theater, you're like, what the fuck, you know? That was like inside of a mountain or something, right? Like Yeah, it was. Inside yeah. of a cliff's yeah, side. Good pick, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, Jared Becker. What? You're number four. Number four. I'm going to go with the end of Star Trek Nemesis. Where data decides. Yeah. Decides oh, play. no joke. I was sitting there. I was just like, what? I was literally like, what the fuck? Yes. There's no way they yes. just killed off data. And it was, it was a surprising moment, emotional moment. I was very taken aback by it. I was like, there's no way. I was like, data can't die. Right. There's just no like way. Spock. Like he's the best. He's these, he's, he's my, he's my number one right now. I was like, and then it just, you know, that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, obviously, later on when we watch Picard and all that kind of stuff, they kind of bring him bring back, back a little bit. But you know, it's like that <clears> that <throat> moment, and then the the scene directly following that, where everybody kind of gets together with the wine and they're toasting. Yeah, to him. it's uh, it sucks, but it was a very it that, was emotional it, in the yes. moment. I was like, holy shit! They, I can't believe they they actually did followed it. through with yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I like absolutely. When we were talking about Star Trek movies. Yeah. That, I actually really, I don't know that it got great reviews it didn't and um, it did i'm one of the ones that well. say hey i actually yeah. enjoyed that movie there's not a lot of star trek films that got tremendous reviews for some reason i but, mean you know it's just for a while there i mean all the the only movies out of the next generation cast that did really well i think was was generations and then first contact first contact blew oh. yeah first contact everything out that the was water. the best that generations was... primarily because they killed off kirk and that's you know that's the yeah. one that everybody watches because they want to see what happens to Kirk at the end, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, but Nemesis, no, Nemesis. Well, and at that point, too, <clears throat> I mean, look at the franchise as a whole. I mean, it was suffering from serious, serious fatigue. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I feel like they're, you know, grasping at straws and, and their impact, oh, wow, factor was, was to kill off data. Hmm. Yeah, so it was definitely not expected in any way, and mm. it was very... I mean, I was a traumatizing, but it was just, you know, it was like it, well, it left the, you leaving the theater feeling like yeah. you got gut punched. <laughs> you, you left the theater yeah. saying to yourself, like the title of the episode, what the fuck? You know, yeah, like, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Lee, what's your number four? All right. My number four, I'm going to lead off with a tiny little soundtrack here. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. I know this. A woman is walking up to a man that she's her friend. Oh. <laughs> she's freaking out. Oh my God. You're one of them. So that would be the 
the end of the movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers. This no, was the remake, not I the knew Black that was and White on your list. And I love God, I just love that movie. That's a great flick. And that did that. It, the what the fuck moment for me is that it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was I was young and watching that movie, I'm thinking, so far everything isn't that bad. Yeah, you know, it really isn't that bad. Jeff Goldblum was in that movie also. Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, so far, everything's not that bad. It's intriguing, and I, I'm enjoying watching it. But the end, my Jesus Christ, that scared the crap out of me. It oh, makes a sound kind of reminiscent of the thing. Yes. In a way. Like, oh, yeah, God. yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, that was a fun movie. Love that movie. That was my what the fuck moment for that movie. Cool. Mr. Kaplan? Um, so my number four is going to go to um, Terminator 2. Um, and not the scene that I think anybody's expecting me to rattle off, but... When they break into, um, and I don't remember the character's name, um, the African American guy that works at uh, Cyberdyne, and or not Cyberdyne, no, was it Cyberdyne? Yes. Yeah. So, Cyberdyne. Um, I forget his name, but they, he was pretty cool. They break into his house. His wife is there. Um, yeah. He just got shot, and mm-hmm. um, they're trying to explain to him what's going to happen. What you know, where where all this is leading, where all this great research that yeah. he's doing is leading, and he's not really believing it. And John Connor pulls the you know pulls his uh his knife out hands it to arnold schwarzenegger's character and goes show him yeah and he cuts away the flesh pulls it and it reveals the arm and yes. his face was like yeah holy shit and then the realization yeah that they've got one in their secret you yes. know in their secret lab compartment and the just the realization was was the title of the episode what the fuck yeah that guy was his name was miles dyson miles he's dyson not yes. a, you know his face more than the name yes other than yeah that he's been in a lot of off and on uh, weird stuff looking at his bio now it's not chock full of goodies you know so it's anyway that's that guy that's that guy all right will you're number three um so this is probably vague to a lot of people. I'm, I'm, I think I'm one of the only people that's that's seen this movie that I know of, anyway. Um, the 1927 Fritz Lang film Metropolis. I've seen that. Yeah, um, yeah. I know of classic it. sci-fi. I mean, you know, one of one of the one of the sci-fi movies that really became a cultural icon, not just because of when it was made, but how it was made. The transformation scene with Maria the robot. Um, there's this scene where you know Maria is sitting in in the chair. She's in her robot form and she's slowly through all of the work that the doctor uh, is doing is transformed into essentially a human woman. Um, And it's just absolutely incredible. It's one of the most incredible science fiction scenes ever. One, because they did that kind of work back in 1927 in a silent film. Uh, And two, just because it's so visually stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Kind of looking at it right now. Yeah, it's just incredible. Another amazing movie from that time frame, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligri. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, man. absolutely. Crazy, awesome movie, silent film. Yep. Very good. I enjoy that film. Was that your oh, pick? Oh, definitely. No, no. Oh, okay. No, his pick is now, Mr. Becker. I'm just Becker. putting my two cents in here. Well, before your pick, since we're 15, minutes, 15 and a half minutes in, let's do another shot. Do another shot? Yeah. All right, lining it up. Let's do it. Everybody playing along at home. Cheers. Got time. Cheers. Mm. This is this is the same. We'll switch it up later, boys. <sighs> ah, that's a priceless look on Kaplan's face. Oh. <laughs> you remember when I said it wasn't that bad? Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> it's low. 
It's got to be good. It's got to be good, right? It's that down home Kentucky straight bourbon God. whiskey made in PA. It's yeah. pencil tucky bourbon. <laughs> All right, Third. so my, my number three pick is probably going to be a pick. If I would be surprised to, to learn that it's not on at least three out of the four of us on our lists. Okay. Is Darth Vader's reveal. <laughs> yeah. Father. Yeah. Yeah, you bastard yeah. you rotten bastard that was definitely a, a WTF moment for yeah. sure number one WTF moment thanks a lot Jared yeah. <laughs> That's your, I, I knew it was going to be on there somewhere we're on three right <laughs> we are on three we are yeah uh, that's a good one I mean yeah that's great I mean, glad I planned for this contingency one of, <laughs> one of the biggest most well known you know what the fuck moments in all of sci-fi probably and that was uh empire it was and that's one of the reasons why it's so that's one of the most beloved movies out of all of them yeah to uh star wars fans definitely me i mean that's we haven't done a favorite star wars movie thing but we could do it i I can preemptively tell you that that most likely is gonna is my one or two because i have another one that i love that's more from the newer ones but that that's absolutely fantastic No, and that was legitimately shocking for everybody. There were people that left that theater traumatized. Yeah, like, yeah, like seriously screwed up because yeah. you know. piss everybody off. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna piss everybody off. We'll make Phantom Menace my number one Star Wars. Movie. <laughs> What's <laughs> who? Who the fuck are you? Everybody loves Phantom Menace. Will is Will is carefully considering his Love. selection of friends now. <laughs> I'm, God, I'm Anakin. I'm a pod racer. Shut up, kid. I've been waiting, I've been waiting thirty years for this midichlorian count. <laughs> <laughs> And just you'll make, never hear about it again. Just making babies of their own accord. Oh, shit. All right, what's your number three? God. Number three is going to be the uh, Statue of Liberty reveal mm-hmm. in Planet of the Apes. Oh, very cool. I knew that was going to be on yours, too. Because I don't. there's not a lot we you really need to say about it. No, so, yeah, it was at the end. You and, blew it uh, the realization Damn comes you. to everybody that uh, this is Damn Earth and there's the Statue of Liberty. And, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty amazing all of the i, I didn't think they made a bad plan of the apes movie no. even the new ones no, i enjoyed all nah. the new one was okay i mean it wasn't bad i'm saying it wasn't a bad one no they were just, but you're, yeah. you're right no it wasn't awful it wasn't awful yeah. it was a good modern representation yeah mr kaplan <sighs> no i ah. am your father <laughs> yeah, hey, that, that, kind of figured that would, all, that would all be on our list um, at some point in time, right? So yeah, I mean, obviously for the the same reasons you know Jared said, I mean that you, there was no expectation, no, none, not um, not much of any I mean, real lead up to that. It just kind of came out of nowhere, right? I mean the the only thing you could call back to is a even remote hint, which I'm fairly certain you know everybody forgot about by the time um, it it. it came around was when we meet Obi-Wan Kenobi in A New Hope and he's talking about um, Luke's father and the glossed over appearance and expression that Obi-Wan Kenobi has when he's talking about this guy he knows mm-hmm. and you can kind of see that he knows something but you never really put it together until we get to this moment because then Luke confronts him like what the fuck dude you, yeah. you could have told me ass hat <laughs> Well, he did have that kind of conversation with him, and, and Obi Wan goes, "Well, many of the truths that we hold are." You know, yeah. yeah, he's kind of like, "Oh, well, he's like, you know, it became Darth Vader." Yeah, he's, he's backstabbing. 
He's, he's, so my friend was dead. He's, he's like, moonwalking. Still my backwards. dad. You know? <laughs> right. You know, Luke, many of the truths that we hold are just perception and blah, blah, blah. Don't oh, worry about all that. So that's a good one. So we are down to number two. Number two. What? Will? So this, this was hard. So it, it's a combination of three what the fuck moments across two Star Trek films. And I know I'm kind of cheating, but I had to do it because Star Trek 2 and Star Trek 3 are two films that pretty much revolve around, you know, what the fuck moments. So in Star Trek 2, Spock dies. And yeah. nobody saw that coming. I mean, every, everybody knew that he was going to get hurt because, you know, part of that was in the, in the actual film trailer where they show him going into the dilithium chamber. So everybody kind of knew something was going to happen, but I don't think anybody expected the guy to die. Right. And then the following film, not only do we see the destruction of the Enterprise, you know, the ship that had been, you know, essentially the flag of this whole franchise for 30 years at that point, but the death of Kirk's son, David. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, Oh man, like you just get hit. Like, you know, you, you go into, you go into Star Trek two, not knowing what's going to happen. And then Spock dies. You're like, shit. And then you get Star Trek three and you're like, it's a search for Spock. Okay. So he's alive. So something good's going to happen. He's coming back. Wham. The enterprise gets blown up and you're just emotionally exhausted by the time you get out of the movie theater, you know? Sound like you did laser sound effects there for a second. Lasers. <laughs> now it's just me cracking my hands together. I got, I got, I have large hands. Oh my! Like the rock, bi- <laughs> the rock biter. He's excited. Everyone. They look like big strong hands. Playing or playing a playing the Klingon. Playing the Klingon. <laughs> uses his Klingon bird of prey to travel back in time. <laughs> yes. Jared, what's your number two? My number two is from a more recent film. It is from the movie Moon. What? Yeah. Where you realize at the end of the film that yes, all yeah. of them are clones. Yes, yes, yes. This guy's a clone and he's been cloned many times. Right. He, the realization that he, is yes. all, he has been cloned to and even get to this point. I did not see that coming when I saw that movie. And I love that movie, actually. Yep. Very much so. I thought it was a pretty cool movie. Yeah. I didn't think it was fantastic, but it was pretty decent. I thought the reveal was pretty cool. I like that uh, that twist. Oh, it's a good pick. What? Well, Mr. Ferguson? Number two for me is going to be uh, Ash is an Android. Yes. Nice. Mm. I knew I knew a lot of stuff were going to cross over. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That for me was like, wow. You kind of, because as soon as they, you see it, you're like, everything makes sense now. Mm-hmm. All of his reactions to things. Yeah. His personality. You know, he seems so straightforward and analytical, yeah, yeah. and it's like, yeah. So nobody can do. <laughs> That's inhuman. Not me, man. Wow. So that is my number two, Mister Kaplan. Kind of a shame that this hasn't come up from any of the Trekkies yet. Calling back to Star Trek: The Next Generation. Best of both worlds. Mm. Yeah, I was just on movies. I'd uh, see. I I, I, I didn't read the line. TV was part um, of this. Yeah, Picard's assimilation is was a left turn. What the fuck? Like, I mean, I mean John Luke Picard. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but I, just, right? I was doing strictly movies. Well, I mean, whatever. I, we didn't. Uh, our fault for not specifying. I figured just fucking blend it all, but whatever. Because I have plenty of blended. I mean, this operation is just happening. It's it's, it's always happening. It's <laughs> fucking sci-fi. Okay, it's Lee, you, me, Will. I mean, of course, it's half-ass. Look at us. You all just making this shit up as you go along. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Literally. Indeed. So we literally are. Yeah. So Picard's assimilation. I mean, because you you don't expect it, and then the the subsequent results thereafter. I mean, yes. him him being involved in I as Locutus. Locutus. Yes. 
I mean, you're just like, what in the shit is happening right now? What What is going on? Are you fucking... Ca- John Luke Picard is a Borg now? <laughs> and we did a selfie. Oh, boy. Okay. We did, we're did. we doing a selfie. Lee's, Lee's obsessed with selfies. <laughs> All right. I'm not doing a selfie. No. We can't. Yeah, we well, can't see you. But, but you're here in spirit, though. Yeah. You can send one to us and we'll try and copy and paste your image. <laughs> doesn't doesn't count for shit really, but thank you. <laughs> into the crew here. We are our number one. We are. We are on our oh number boy. one. Drum roll for number one. Mr. Will Barton, what's your number one? Well, it was gonna be, you know, Luke, I am your father, but Jared stole my thunder. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all right. So it, my, it my... can still be. I mean you don't have to deviate. Well, I actually had a uh, had a uh, a secondary just yeah, in the event of, in such in the event of such chicanery. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say it's when Kirk died in Generations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know if anybody really knew he was going to die. I don't believe, looking back, that it was ever hinted at in the trailer that he was going to die. I knew that you know everybody knew that it was going to be sort of a crossover and, and bridge the gap between the old series and the new series, and you know bringing in movies with the with the new crew. Yeah. But then it was a, it was a way he died, like a bridge fell on the guy. Yeah, a literal bridge. And I felt like Michael Scott, you know, from from the Office, when every time he sees Toby, he's like, "No, no," you know, and yeah. he's screaming at the top of his lungs. I was like, this was the most ignoble way for you know the hero captain yes. of a franchise to die. But it was kind of bittersweet because you know at, at the end he's kind of his eyes are opening. Yeah. It's just. Oh my! I feel like we've all we've definitely had this conversation before in some yeah. podcast. Like yeah. that is just he should not have went out that way. Like that's no, the, no the the greatest starship captain of the entire franchise in the history of Star Trek. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Let's just let's just say, let's just, <laughs> whoa. Let's just say it. Whoa. He is. He's the founding guy. In the guy. history of all of Picard is a magnificent. I'm mind you, but I'm just saying that's how this guy goes out. Everything he's yeah. done in his entire career, you know, and he goes out this way. If they would have kept it at his death scene with the Enterprise B, him trying to save the Enterprise B, I would have been a lot happier with that. Yeah. Or even trying to save Picard. Maybe he saved, he jumps in front of something and saves Picard. Yeah, yeah like, like a I, sacrifice. I, I did that for you. You you have to carry on. The carry day. on. Whatever. Just do something much yeah. better. Instead of like, yeah, uh, bridge, uh, bridge. Damn. Huh. So, in <laughs> how my, did, in my how did you die? A bridge smart ass fashion i'm gonna say you know he spent his life on the bridge he spent eternity <laughs> under the bridge oh my god oh, you're, an, you're an you're an animal all right and uh listen this has been a great episode we are uh we're we're, we're gonna go ahead and tap on out um, That's will one. thanks for joining us buddy great job yeah there. thanks a lot guys fucking hell <laughs> Jared, we'll be talking after the episode. (laughs) All right, Mr. Jared Becker, what is your number one, sir? My number one, I'm going to include this into sci-fi. It's a little bit of a Cthulian film. What does that word mean? What, are you trying to get smart on this or something? Cthulhu. Like H.P. Lovecraftian. Is that Metallica? The Call of Cthulhu? (laughs) No. It is the... Last five minutes of the movie, The Mist. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. that. Uh, God. Where Ugh. the guy has just enough bullets to save his family, including his little son, from oh, God. potential, you know, 
devastation from these alien creatures and he so he shoots them all and moments after that the army arrives and saves them and it proves that he hadn't he didn't have any reason to have to kill them. from our prior podcast yeah. you mentioned that movie it's devastating. i watched the last half of yeah. that movie a week and a half ago did you and what I caught out of that was that he mercy killed his friends. They all talked about it. Hey, it's let's his family. It has his, his friends. He killed some friends too, friends and family. I thought he it was had family. No, not from from what I saw and what's written down here in Wikipedia's The Mist. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia is real accurate. So he killed everybody, and he ran out of bullets. He couldn't kill himself. Correct. He's out of bullets, and mm-hmm. so he wanders. And then the mist breaks up, and bam! There's the army, and that was. Pretty fucked up. Fucking absolutely good. I feel like I want to watch the whole movie. Yeah, that shit was twisted. He spends the rest of his life knowing that he would have been able to live the rest of his life with his family if he would have just waited about 30 more 30 seconds. seconds. What if they should try him as a murderer? I mean, he did kill him. <laughs> I mean, I think he'll get a pass. I was going to say, you get, get a pass in a situation like that. I there hope. were 10 story aliens walking around. <laughs> of course, depending on how close you are to a divorce, you might have said, well, yeah, I didn't see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, they're coming! Did see you guys? <laughs> like, but, but we saw you, sir. We saw you. That's, that's awful. <laughs> Daddy, can we get McDonald's? Daddy, can we get McDonald's? My wife. Finally, finally, lose your shit after the kid's been nagging in the car all day. Okay, guys. My bad. Anyway, so what are we going to do about this whole mist thing behind me? Shit. That's good stuff. Well, rolling to my number one. It's going to be the the Luke Skywalker and the Darth Vader scene. Yeah. No, I am your father. Which is constantly being screwed up by a lot of people when they say, Luke, I am your father. Mm. And a lot of people say that. And then James Earl Jones personally had to correct somebody in a cafe that he was in. I was reading a bio, uh, a bio on him, and he had to correct some guy that came up to him and Luke, I am your father. And so he said, wait a second, stop. Or in his chamber, <laughs> you wait a second, you'll have to stop. That's not how the scene went, nor what I said. So he corrected the guy. No. I mean, I'm not going to freaking argue with James Earl Jones. Yeah, no. Father. Jesus. I would have been on my knees like, oh, my God, you spoke <laughs> to me. That, that scene is so famous that one of my favorite – there's a TV show I watch out of Canada called Trailer Park Boys. Yes. If you've never yeah. – <laughs> We know it. There's an act – so, okay, good. I'm not the only one here who's just, you know, <laughs> utter garbage, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's good garbage. Good stuff. <laughs> I know, right? There's a scene where Leahy and Ricky are, are dueling with brooms, and Leahy's like, Ray never told you what happened to your father and why he left the park. <laughs> And Leahy reveals that he is, in actuality, Ricky's father. Oh, <laughs> That's impossible! Great, That's impossible. Great <laughs> Obi-Wan never, never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. All right, Mr. Kaplan. When? We're at the 31 minute and a half. Yes. So we're going to take a break. Or... <laughs> Can I get my number one out first? Nope. We're going to stop right here before you're number one. Fuck you. I'm getting I'm my number one out. Go ahead. So, my number one, I was debating on a couple of different things, but my number one 
It's going to go to the destruction of the Enterprise D. Come on. That wasn't that a what the fuck moment. Oh, no, it absolutely was. Everything led up to it, and they knew they were going to do it. Listen, 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 listen. Will will appreciate this. Will will appreciate this. No, that was a great moment. That was like, holy. The hell it was. No, that's an, I can't believe they're doing this. Will, back me up here. Okay, back me up. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. He said he was going to do it. They knew they were going to do it. Here's the thing about. No, they didn't. No, this is what I missed. This is what we need. Jesus. So here's here's the thing about the destruction. What the hell? I hate when mom and dad fight. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing about the destruction of the Enterprise D. That was especially what the fuck. Like, you have the destruction of the Enterprise from Search for Spock. Fine. You have the destruction of the Enterprise. I think D, that's more of a you... why the fuck are they doing this? Well, no. So, the what the fuck moment for me, and Will's going to be right on board with me, I hope anyway, it's is not, the fact that... Stop out the Will to verify and back up everything. Because he's the only other big Trekkie at this table, because Jared just went and took a piss. So I, I love Star here. Trek, too. I'm not like yeah, a right. Trekkie, but I do love right. Star Trek. But I'm about to go all technical, so here you go. Okay. It's nice to know I'm your backup, because the other guy went and took a leak. Thanks, <laughs> buddy. There you go, Will. That's Callback how, that's plan. How Gotta have B, C, and D, baby. So, <laughs> Who taught you that? So Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, the fact that a 20-year-old Klingon bird of prey that is teeny tiny compared to the galaxy class starship enterprise 20 year old was able to wipe the floor with this beast of a starship all because they had the the shield frequencies like you figured the enterprise could take a little bit more of a pounding but no just a couple of shots from a 20 year old ship and boom she's dead it was pretty damn disappointing because i mean from what we knew about lursa and vator the, the two klingon sisters they were already proven to be incompetent as hell. Yes. Multiple times. Like right. we're not talking about like, you know, the A team for the Klingons. We're talking like at best, like, you know, junior league. <laughs> My God, there's a 20 year old Klingon ship coming at us when we have the state of the art like, ship right here. Like, okay, so honestly, what the I hell, was so what the hell are we gonna do right now? I was so hopeful. With oh, holy shit, here comes an old Klingon ship while Cash parts Cash doesn't like him. So I was so hopeful because the that one dog is pissed. The one turnaround was like when oh, he's when they us. finally fire the torpedo <laughs> and the they see it coming to them and the bird of prey blows up. You're like, okay, good. We're good now. Everything's fine. And then Jordy starts launching into the reports of how bad this is, and that they're going to have to separate the saucer section because they've got a warp core breach and he can't do anything to fix it. Ah! Are you kidding me? Separation right imminent. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding no. me? No. Oh, no. So this was a major what the fuck moment for me. That, that's my number one. How the hell did they kidnap Jordy to begin with? I mean, they all wear communicators. Was nobody paying attention to where this guy was? They just let random crew members just, oh, you know, he's gone. He's out somewhere. He's probably in the holodeck hanging out with Leah Brahms. I don't know. We'll save that one for the paper. We're, we're, we're not doing that explanation at yeah, all. We can go. All, all <laughs> Holy shit. Ways. But you know what okay. we're going to do right now, sirs? Take a break. We're going to take break. a smoke break, pee break, drink break, whatever Jared you want. Jared already peed. Okay, well, I'm going to take a smoke break, and we're going to come back here in about uh, what will be amount to be three minutes for us and mere seconds for our listeners. Our yeah. wonderful listeners. Sounds good. Well, we will be back after these non-existent messages. I'll be here. <laughs> Thank <sighs> you.
and we're back. There's an ad. Tried to do the Aerosmith work back song. That didn't happen. Technical difficulties as usual here on Sci Fi. So our wives are back. Can you tell? There was a girls' date night tonight, and they're all back, and you're hearing it. So. Well, we, um, we we just figured out, or more, I just figured out. So we were putting the logistics together to um, to get down to Wonderfest. So we're going to fly out and all that jazz. Sweet. But here's the fun part, sir. Oh, okay. A couple of weeks early, but the episode that we do at Wonderfest will be our one year ep- uh, episode. We're oh, talking very about. cool. So you will be able to join us live, like in person. For a one-year episode, yeah, we ought to see if we can get uh, some some folks on like that. Like, I'm sure John would be interested in getting involved with that too. Yeah, that'd be I, awesome. I would love to have John, Bill. I mean, anybody else. We'll be broadcasting uh... for our one-year anniversary special. Mm. So yeah, I mean, any anybody that would love to get involved, we'll have to figure out what episode we can do. You know, we'll do a that'll be an extended one because it'll be a lot of discussion, a lot of like you know, thank you nonsense because we've been one year and we've yeah. had great support and whatnot. Thank you nonsense. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's been great stuff. Stuff. Are you going to be trying to do the podcast in between people coming up and wanting autographs? <laughs> please, please, give me pictures, a minute. Please, no I pictures, please. Now, I'm oh, sure they're totally going to come see you guys over Chase Masterson. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if we can just keep all the female hobby enthusiasts off of our arms. Yeah. Well, yeah. once once all, they realize all, they can all seven of them, yeah, right. Once once they realize they can drink in our podcast, that might encourage uh, you know. We'll be beating them off with our sci-fi sticks. Oh, you know, I'm just thinking outside the box here. You know, <laughs> sound like Christopher Walken for a second. You know, you know. <laughs> uh, perhaps a talking sci fi wonder fest after hours party. What <clears throat> could be something we could set up <laughs> back in our hotel room? Back in the hotel room, <laughs> come to come to that room. poor hotel, <laughs> come to room 212 at the Crown Plaza. <laughs> Look, well, please let's uh, just before we do that, just, and a coffee let, table. let the people know ahead of time because there's a lot of people there that know me and I want to come back next year. <laughs> <laughs> and the year after, I got good credit at that place, oh, guys. That's okay. Good. <laughs> we'll we'll try not to uh, to ruin the credit there, sir. Thank All, right. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, shoot down another uh, shot here before we jump into our honorable mentions. Lining up oh, and cheers. Cheers, boys. Oh. All right, we're going to jump right into honorable mentions. What in the shit was that? That's the mesquite brown sugar. Maple. No? Oh, that was really sweet. It's literally just like like... taking the shot of fucking... It's sugar bacon. It's freaking amazing. Anyway. That would be good and old-fashioned. I want to do another one immediately. Uh, (laughs) All right, Will. All right, Will, go ahead. Your first honorable mention, sir. Oh, man. There's just a ton of them. All right, let me let me. So, I don't know if you've seen it. Good movie. I loved it. Dark City from 1998. Yes, yeah, somebody finally, uh, other than me. <laughs> yes, you nailed it, Will. You nailed it. You're making Jared Sorry. happy. Good one. Good pick. Uh, Richard O'Brien fan. Anyway. Uh, but you know the big reveal is that you find out that this city that they're in is essentially just a habitat in space. You know, the the whole movie is a bit of a mind screw because there's no real resolve as to what happens whether the main characters actually get out of there or they just accept their lives and you know figure out how to manipulate existence so that they can live there. 
and do what they want to do. It's it's just a crazy movie, but the if you like movies that really screw with your head, this is probably I have to watch that movie. It really is. We should watch that right after the the second second podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's something hanging from your face. Really? Yeah. Pull it off. Come here. It's hanging from my face. Fuzz. Old man fuzz. All right, sir. Mr. Jared Becker, your honorable mention. You already took the dark city. Friday the thirteenth. Jason's mother is the killer. Are we? Are we kidding ourselves here? What? (laughs) Oh my god. That's not really sci-fi, but I love that. Uh, well, I mean, it's fine. We'll but if it. we can just plug something real quick, another initiative that we're working on, not that this has blown up and everybody's knows us and that we're very popular, but we're working on another <laughs> series of podcasts called The Scream Stream. And not that there's Ooh. hundreds or thousands of other horror podcasts, because there are. What, what separates us? We'll find out coming soon yeah. working on a the stream scream podcast stream. of horror i like it well do you like horror movies oh yeah, absolutely done. all right done you're so in <laughs> you are 100 in we're going to include okay. you on this project so we're trying to put that together right now we did a sample uh stream the other day it didn't sound bad no it wasn't bad uh but i think it was late we we're already watching something we we're half blitzed already so mm-hmm. maybe with the help of uh, William Barton, Ian Kaplan, who's a horror enthusiast, this is something different we're going to try and go down. Anyway, so back to our honorable mentions on Talking Sci-Fi. It's my turn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> honorable mention. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with a movie that uh, I saw with my buddies, Jared and Ian. Remember that movie we saw? We've seen Star a Star Wars movie? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> something <laughs> happened towards the end of that movie, but who said... <clears throat> Who said in the middle of that movie, I have a sneaky suspicion that uh, Palpatine is Ray's grandfather. Don't even, don't bring up Vader because this is, this is the straight up truth. In the, Will, in the middle of that movie, I said, hey guys, I'm telling you something right now. Palpatine is Ray's grandfather. It's, it's got to be. And what happened in that movie? That is a lame That is the movie. best of lame the best movie. So what terrible moments <laughs> of well, Star if Wars. That's the case that you can't hate on that movie too bad. I love that movie. That oh, was I a great movie. Didn't like that movie. No, I loved it's it. Awful. It's fantastic. It's awful. You suck. That, fine, but it's You're awful. Terrible. Honestly, it's not Phantom Menace, so it's yes. It's Thank you, Will. Awesome. It was it was really it's not good. Phantom movie. Menace. I appreciate that was it. the no. biggest Star Wars. What the fuck moment was that whole fucking movie? Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah. What the fuck am I watching? The fuck did you make this movie for? I'm Anakin. I'm a pod racer. I hate your face. So, yeah, so Palpatine <laughs> turning out to be Ray's grandfather was a was a what the fuck moment for me. Okay, Kaplan. I'm gonna call back to Star Trek: Picard season three when we find out that the uh, changelings have been helping the Borg to infest the young officers, and the fleet wide assimilation begins. Uh, where the younger officers turn on the older crew members and they start to attack Starbase One. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That, for me, was... I I remember watching it. I was like, holy shit! This is awful! This is bad! This is really bad! Savannah, my wife, not understanding a single thing going on, and I was like, this is bad! This is so awful. This is this is like not good. We watch you watch that again with me. Mm-hmm. I know I sat there going, "What? Wow, this is awesome." Yeah, actually, not honestly, true to form too, man. True to form because ensigns in the navy will do f- 
fucking anything. <laughs> not even thinking about it. Like I was, I was a chief petty officer for, for, you know, eight of my 22 years. And one of our jobs is bringing up junior officers. And honestly, I love them to death, but they're like what I like to refer to as point and click sailors. You have to point and click and handle one task at a time. So I could totally see that as a realistic option. Junior Starfleet officers turning against senior ones just because, hey, sounds like a good idea. Sure. Why not? <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's an honorable engine for me. Will, your next one. Oh, man. Um, I think it was the... I don't know if it was a WTF moment, but I thought it was a really cool moment. And it's a movie that doesn't get a whole lot of love. Keep it down up there. We're trying to do a podcast. <laughs> Somebody's sleeping on the couch tonight. My wife. You going to be okay up there, buddy? Yeah. We're good. Right. <laughs> Just yelling at the wives. Because yeah. they're talking too much. Anyway. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm married to a retired divorce attorney. I'm not that fucking no, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the movie Wanted with Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. Know, the bullet vending. Oh, you yeah, know? fuck all that. That was kind of cool, man. It, it was cool. I don't remember that movie. You don't remember that? The oh, no. the the uh, group of assassins where they could train and do like wild shit with their bodies. They could curve bullets. Yeah. Bend oh, bullets okay. Yeah. Man, that's right. Out it was right up there with like, the, the, the gun tata from Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this even means, but it's kind of cool, you know. <laughs> He's not cutting any, you know, hookers in half with chainsaws, so I guess that's good, you know. Right. Turn that up. It is turned up. Really? It's turned up. Okay. Cut up. No, um, no, Lee, Lee is old. Jerry Becker, you're next. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not hearing great. Careful yeah. there, young man. I resemble that. <laughs> is it my turn? Yeah, literally, chronologically, <laughs> he does that <laughs> remark, is what he's saying. Yes. I do, sadly. I just want to say this, Will. You're in much better shape health-wise than I am at 53. Because I saw your I mean, Facebook post. I said it before. If anybody doesn't know this, William Barton is jacked. <laughs> this guy's in the gym. He's treadmilling it. He's uh, he's putting it out there. Let's go. Let's go. Like, damn. Jacked is, jacked is such a... It's such a misleading thing. <laughs> Listen, Jesus Will, as long as we're not waking up at like 4 o'clock in the morning during the weekend of Wonderfest to go to the gym first and then enjoy Wonderfest, I'll be fine. I make no promises. Fuck. <laughs> He's fucking swole. <laughs> do pe- so do kids still say that? Is that the cool thing to say now? Swole? Swole, yes. S-W-O-L-E. Welcome to Swolesville. Swole Town. I just think it's S-W-O-L-L. Is it swole? You would know. Uh, You're uh, one of those millennial motherfuckers. I mean, listen, what is it? listen. Don't start with me about the millennial bullshit. Swole, lit. I mean, what? I am yep. an elder millennial. Go, Jared Becker. Okay. What's your honor? OMG! Name? Please, for the love of God, let's get us back. <laughs> Jared Becker. Sorry, I was finishing my pretzel. Yes. <clears throat> We're so professional. Pretzel? We eat on the job. We do. <laughs> okay, for the next one, I'm going to go with. Hal's portrayal in 2001. Yes! Oh, yes. I'm sorry, I can't do that. I can't do that, Dave. It's, uh, it's a little bit a little bit jarring. A yeah. A little bit unexpected. I, and it had an I, impact. It did. It like, was very enjoyable, though. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, it was like one of those... Uh, I would almost, dare I say, call it like a spooky 
type of turn to it. Because oh, yeah. when he finally says you it, definitely see that in a horror movie. In a horror movie, yes. Like, yeah, it, I can't, it, I can't it let started you do to that. blend that horror level there where I can't let you do that, Dave. Oh, it's cool. I liked it. That was a good, uh, <clears throat> good twist. Like, like, um, Ash in Aliens. So yeah. there's an objective here. There's a, there's a mission, you know, critical. This is the mission critical number one. Uh, if you, if, if we encounter something really bad, everybody here can die and it's okay. I'm going to continue the mission on as instructed by my programming. Mm-hmm. Ash and Hal, they're both the same, you know, entity meeting the criteria. Of, they're cut from the same If you cloth. all die, I'm going to continue the mission anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, good pick. Lee? <clears throat> the Betrayal, Hal. <laughs> I'll just get out of the way. That was my... That was my first honorable mention. Really, was a uh, stealing the wind uh, from my sails. I don't know if I trust you with my phone. I've held your phone before. Just hand me your phone. Just scroll past the dick pics. Oh, <laughs> That's the best part. And I in, need face ID. And they're all personally. All and they're all personally for Jared. Those dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going left. All right. Can we do another episode right day, now? Day one of hell yeah. Episode. Day one of trying to grow this thing. <laughs> hey Okay. Have I made any progress? Oh, have so, we just missed this? So We've for, just missed this for, for my, three weeks. For my next honorable mention, I'm going to play a little bit of a soundbite that some may recognize, some may not, but whatever. I don't care. I'm playing it. Here we go. Anybody recognize it yet? No. Anybody? Yes. Yes. The K line. Here, wait a minute. For copyright purposes, I have to stop. Yeah, you have 30. to stop. So, <clears throat> my next honorable mention is from the Orville, season mm. two, uh-huh. when the Kalon board the Orville. Okay. Um, you know something, uh, in all of our podcasts that we've done, in all of them, it's got to be 20-something, right? At least. I don't recall you ever doing an Orville. Oh, no, no, no. I've mentioned the Orville. Absolutely, I have. Okay. Absolutely, I have. Press on. So, the Kalon boarding the Orville. So, first of all... Um, I really, I, I like that, by the way. Mercer and cool. his senior staff are on, mm-hmm. the, on Kalon, the planet surface. The Orville is docked. Um, Bordis is in command of the ship, and Ed when he starts to realize where things are going, tries to signal to Bordis, hey, get the Orville out of here, go, just get out of here, warn the Union, get, go. And Scott Grimes' character starts on, on he, they show you the display panel and it show, uh, shows the, the doors starting to pop open and he says, we're being boarded. And that's mm. when the Kalons storm through the ship and it, firefights ensue and you're like, um, this is bad. Holy shit. This is going so far left field. I did not expect any of this because you were hoping that it was like some sort of like peaceful yeah. meeting type of thing. Right. But no. then shit just went so far. And south. it went from the, so blue, far it went from the blue eyes to the red to the eyes. Red, yes. you know, yep. they yeah. they red eyed. So that's my next honorable mention. You know, the Orville was such a, a, a great series when it started out. I really enjoyed it. And it's doing so well that it got picked up for 2020. It got picked up this year. They're running 2020. <laughs> 
Oh, wait a second. No. So, they were just taking a break. They actually got it going for 2024. They're going to run up. They're going to do another. Okay, no, it's yeah. not continuing. No. Okay? <laughs> but that's because everybody is Why? dumb and does not realize how absolutely fucking amazing the Orville is. The Orville stands. I felt like it was easily. running out of avenues to pursue. No, it definitely wasn't. I felt like it was, but the you Orville know what? I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Is it. Definitely one did of... you like the Orville, Will? Absolutely, man. I, uh, it was enjoyable. I am, I'm actually willing to say that uh, before we got Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks, it was better Star Trek than Star Trek. Yes. Yep. I will 100% back the that Orville statement. is the Redenbacher of sci-fi. <sighs> You're far back there. You probably have to come up a little bit further. You know what? <laughs> well, Will, you're you're also working on a gigantic ass model of the Orville, aren't you? I am, and it is uh, it is it is somewhere in construction phase right now, along with multiple projects. <laughs> I, got, I got a little frustrated with it, so I had to kind of take a break. <laughs> nice. Will, you are a busy body with models. I swear, I know that's your thing, but every time I pull Facebook up. He's 3Ding something new. Yeah. I see blueprints. I'm like, Jesus, this guy, does he rest? Do you ever sleep, Will? God, yeah, I mean, occasionally I do. He's an android. <laughs> it's amazing. I love the the ship in the Orville. The Orville. Oh, I love the Orville. Uh, oh, that absolutely. is a, a really good one. They did such a great job. Well, I think I think as Starship designs go, like it, it broke mold successfully for an Earth-designed Starship. Not I mean, to go it, too it far to look in the weeds, but do we know who design that ship for the oval um uh, i think uh god i think doug drexler had i think a lot drexler had that. a hand in it yeah i know he did the yeah. interiors at least he might yeah, have designed did, some did a great stuff. job with that it's impressive but uh mcfarland mcfarland himself had a lot to do with the design of the Orville. well mcfarland it was kind of comical because he said that he wanted something that would make a great toy when <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> he designed it so i i've always i've from the moment we saw her first on screen i've loved the all right, love it's it. let's, let's move on to the next one. I'm getting stuck in Orville. You, you interrupted Will? I'm sorry, you Will. Will. I didn't interrupt you. What? You son it's of a bitch. the only one that has any kind of prominence here amongst the three of us, for God's sake. God damn it. All right, oh, Will. God. All right, uh, next Mr. up. Jared Becker, who's your honorable mention? Is Jared? No, it's Will's. Is it? I just went. Oh, that's how we just started about the Orville. Yes. Um. So... Yeah, man, Transformers, the, the movie, the 1985 cartoon movie when Optimus Prime dies. Loved it. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That I, thought yes. meant, I thought you meant the movie in general. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that stands for anything that, that Shea LaBeouf is in. What the fuck, you know? But, no, I, I literally, I physically got cried. Got quiet here. Do we have some Shea LaBeouf fans? I'm sorry if I insulted you. I hope I, hope, I, hope I, I didn't, you know, insult an entire generation of fans because I really didn't realize he had that kind of following. But the first Transformers movie was just between Shayla Booth and Megan Fox. The only thing that I was hanging on for was the transformation. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. Megan Fox. And just Megan Fox. Continue to ship Megan. <laughs> hanging on to this. Whoa, and Bumblebee. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and, and Bumblebee was awesome. He was pretty fun in that movie. movie he was. Yeah. He was. But the, the animated movie, when you see Prime die, yeah. like it's, it's pretty traumatic for a kid. I definitely cried. I mean, I had tears. I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I love that. Cried like a little bitch. I transformed like a little, into a bitch. I mean, whatever a little, <laughs> whatever you categorize a little bitch as, but you know, you need to use the right pronoun in this time oh, and age. Stop it. So, you know, hey, don't don't put your names in and uh, don't put your names and adjectives on me, man. 
I'm just a guy talking about Transformers right Zim now. Zim was sad when Zur died. Am I a guy? I'm not too sure. <laughs> anyway, Seriously, Jared, was messed up take that. us away with your next honorable mention. For the love Please, of God. For the Move love on. of all things holy in this world. Good pick there, Will. Nice pick. Thank you, sir. Thank here's, you, sir. Thank you. Here's a little pick of the soundtrack from this. That's the oh, sixth sense. Six sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. When you realize the main character is dead the whole time. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was on your top five. That was my number two. Yeah. Yep. Good mm. pick. Uh, Mr. Ferguson. Forgot about that, didn't you, Jared Becker? So you were doing all innovative and shit. I had a soundtrack pulled up here. Okay, here we go. <laughs> be awesome if anybody can hear this soundtrack. This is why you need an iPhone because you can pull it from Apple. Can I? Really? Yes. So this would be uh, Tony Stark's death scene in Avengers Endgame. Oh god. Oh, it killed god, me. Man. That one was hard. Yeah. That one was awful. He is dying. He's going to die. There's no need to continue the scene because he's Watch the 30 really... second mark, buddy. Yeah. We're off. Especially that one. My wife and I were both balling during that. I just like, didn't. Crock, I just thought that, out I thought that his character in the Marvel universe was so strong, and it, it is. Let's just put it out there. This could be a debate for another time. It's the strongest character in Avengers. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You hear your boy? It is the strongest character. It is not Captain America. I'm sorry, Ian Kaplan. It's Tony Stark. It's the Iron Man. Anyway, so that uh, I just didn't. I. I saw, you know, we saw them battling. We saw the end of the universe happening. And yet, I never thought that uh, Iron Man would be the one to go down. I figured they'd pick somebody else if there's yeah. somebody going to go down. But start going down, that, that, threw, that was a big WTF. And of course, man, at the end of the movie, everybody gathers. For his funeral. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, I, my I swear, God. I'm a, because I just watched this this year, right? I watched the entire Marvel timeline. Watching the entire Marvel timeline. The entire, yeah. and I went through Loki and the awful series of God. what they had to offer. <laughs> and guess what? They're making a season two of Loki. Why? Why? Please, somebody tell me why. Why? Why are they continuing down this line know. of Loki? It shouldn't be. It's terrible. God. Anyway, so yeah, I mean the the end of the. You know, he died. That threw me off. I'm like, couldn't the Hulk or somebody else just? Couldn't he pick somebody else? Yes. Kill right. Captain America. No. But ser okay. seriously, what a death scene. He's though, the most one. So <laughs> he's got a shield. Anyway, so yeah, he died. The end with the funeral. Jeez, that just tore me up bad. So. Oh yeah. All right, moving on there, Mr. Kaplan. Honorable mention. My next honorable mention uh, is going to go to um, the series of events following. Uh, David's um, following right. David's announcement of Time's Up from Independence Day. That's good. Because you knew it was something bad was going to happen. You re weren't really sure what was going to happen. Time's Up. But then those flying saucers opened up and just started blowing the fuck out of these cities. And that for me was like, holy shit. What the fuck is happening the right White now? House, the White House. The White House. The Air everything. Force One got up in the air. So, yes, that, that's my next honorable mention. We're going to go through uh, two more rounds, and we're going to call it. Okay. Uh, so this will be round one of two, Mr. Will Barton. Um, so I'm, I'm probably going to have to go start. with... Uh, I heard you. 
<laughs> I heard Ian Kaplan blow wind. You passed fart. gas, didn't you? I did not. Yes, you did. I would own up to it if I did. Why are you interrupting your boy? I'm it was sorry, but, over there. I mean, when I hear something, I call it I'm, you know, on a dime. Go ahead, Will. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry God, Ian yeah. interrupted you with farting. I did not interrupt podcast. anyone. The winds are. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you just said it. We were like in stereo, uh, scorpions. <laughs> all right, well, what do you got? Uh, man, the, you know, 20,000 leagues under the sea, Captain Nemo taking the bullet in the back. Yeah. Ouch. That was just kind of like, oh, man, you think the guy's going to get away? He's walking on board after blowing up Volcania. You think he's got the up on these, these cats that have basically stormed his island, and then you hear the shot crack, and he just snaps. And that's it. Starts walking back onto the ship, gimping and everything like that. And you know, oh man, this is it. This is it. Yeah, yeah. Good pick. I don't think Captain Nemo and uh, that whole that whole background gets enough credit. No, it's, oh, it's no. pretty expansive when you think about it. Everything involved with him, the ship, his his backstory, all of the. I mean, he, there was some animated stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the black and whites, the, the colored movies. Uh, he's a like lot the of... first legit anti-hero. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. yes. So he's like sort of like Batman before there was Batman. <laughs> yes, exactly. Perfect. Like the dark hero. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Jared? Becker? What? <laughs> so I'm gonna go with a more recent film, Annihilation. Ooh. Oh yeah. In which that. unbeknownst at the time, a ravenous altered, mutilated kind of bear kind of takes the <laughs> life essence of one of the main characters and then begins to oh, yeah. scream in her voice as he's patrolling through <laughs> this house. And it's the most terrifying goddamn thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that film or not. But it she is... But you should... You see this terrifying bear monster come through the house and start screaming in a human voice. It is creepy as hell. I think we need to watch that right after the podcast. (laughs) It it shook me a little bit. I was like, holy crap, that is messed up. It's a good pick. Lee? I'm going to go with um, uh, Kanan Jarrus. Kanan Abel? Kanan Jarrus. (laughs) Yes, who gets killed in uh, uh, Star Wars Rebels. He is rescuing um oh, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. rescuing Hera because yes. she got captured by the imperial people but so he goes to try and rescue her they get caught up in a thing mm-hmm. something has to blow up for them to escape Kane and Jairus facilitates the blow up of the whatever the hell it was blowing up mm-hmm. that I forget but I just remember, like, this was the one guy who was already blind, by the way. He was blinded. He's got to, like, he wears a shield Let over his eyes. And he's still awesome with a lightsaber. Like, he can just intuitively know where he needs to go. Mm. And you're thinking, great. Okay, so they put this twist on uh, Kanan. So now he can just do whatever he needs to do and while well, he's blind. But, nope, that's not bad enough. Let's just kill him off. It's like, Jesus Christ, is this guy not just had enough? So yeah, that that uh, that threw me for a look because I love Star Wars Rebels. It's a it's Rebels a great awesome. animated freaking thing, and you know, playing off of that in the new series on Disney Ahsoka, mm-hmm. where they bring back uh, the boy Ezra, Ezra as Ahsoka finds him, and uh, God, I hope they put that and do it another year. Oh, please so. do another series, do. please. 
Um, but yeah, that's my uh, WTF on there, the Mister uh, Kaplan. So my next WTF moments coming out of the Halo franchise. Halo, uh, Halo, um, Halo Reach. They um, Reach has uh, been successfully attacked by the Covenant. The Spartans decide to launch a counterattack on an orbiting Covenant destroyer. Um, the UNSC Savannah, a Paris class frigate. Um, joins the fight uh, with these groups of Spartans. And as you're playing through portions of this, you're, you're making your way to the bridge of the cruiser to, to divert its course and to um, blow up this carrier. Okay, these kids have a lot of time the... on their fucking hands these days to play video games. Fuck off! I'm out back trucking doing projects the and trying to push me UNSC my frigate Savannah. Oh, come on, dude. Don't be so hard on the guy. You know we blew like an entire mortgage worth of quarters on Dig Dug and shit back in the day. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So shut up. You don't have to give away the farm right here, William. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's true. Wait. You know it's true. Anyway, so <laughs> midway through this mission, the frigate Savannah uh, frigate has been, Savannah. well, anyway, um, <laughs> has been uh, firing on this, this Covenant Corvette and her shields drop and you start to hear these, these reports coming in from her commanding officer that things are going south and you That's look out genius. when you're playing it, you're looking out by a, a gun battery on the, uh, the Corvette and the frigate Savannah um, blows up and she splits, she breaks apart. She does all this like awful stuff. You hear the, the Fritz out of the command crew and she just, you see her drifting back down. To the scared planet. the Fritz out of you. Scared what? the Fritz out of me. Um, that for me was a what the fuck moment because that was supposed to be your escape route. So you're also now facing the whole of okay, now how the fuck am I supposed to get out of here? All right, good one. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> great stuff. Does anybody else understand what the hell that was all about? I don't know. Is is that video game guy coming on board with the video games? Oh, nobody knows what audience. nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. Oh my god, I'm sure more than enough people understand. Fellas, we got one more round. We're gonna have to cut this uh, cut this one off. We're an hour. We're over an hour what? right now. Yes, what? We're in over an hour. No, oh, all right, whatever. First one was thirty-one and a half. We're at thirty. So this has all been right, a good well, one, a real good. <laughs> let's roll our last uh, round robin of honorable mentions, uh, Mister Will Barton. Uh man, I'm gonna have to say it's got to be the end of the abyss when the alien mothership rises from the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, just yeah. incredibly yeah. cool. It's you know, it's not like a like oh man, what the fuck? It's just like one of those oh, moments where you're just absolutely wowed by the cinematography and how cool that particular scene is. God, that whole movie is a masterpiece. Yeah. I am in love with that movie. I loved it every time. That's another one that comes yeah. on TV. You just watch it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a freaking great flick. Good, Good one. Good pick, Mr. Jared Becker. Patagonia the Force Blake. Awakens. Yes. Yeah. Talk to me. Uh-huh. Talk to me, Jared Becker. Mr. Skywalker force projecting himself. <laughs> so fucking getting stupid. shot at with all those weapons. You're damn right. You're damn I, right. I thought that was cool. I thought that was neat. And then Kylo Ren going, oh my yeah. god. More. More. I mean, it, it's it's a little bit far-fetched and everything. but it's, Kylo Ren it's, is a teenager throwing a temper tantrum, okay? It's a terrible character. But the, the part that I thought was cool was the force projection of Luke Skywalker. Right. That's like, fantastic. Good pick. That he was just stands there and starts bad-mouthing him and talking shit, and I'm just like, that's all you got and all that stuff, and it's like, it's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah, that was a good one. Good pick, sir. Lee? I'm going to go with my last one. Um, 
in Terminator, Reese, who was discovered to be John Connor's father. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we yeah, saw, yeah. I mean, we saw he was a character. We're like, oh, this guy's just battling. He's trying to help out uh, Sarah Connor, trying to help out, you know, the kid. And, well, first it was just her. But then and you find out he that, that out this, good, this guy's actually his daddy. Like, daddy. Wow, that's pretty awesome. That was a wow <laughs> moment for me. Appreciated that. Last but not least, Mr. So, Ian Kaplan. My last one is actually going to be coming. Ah, me tattoos. Here goes puppies. You want to wait for a minute to get that, no, get that out go. of the way? Nobody's going to be able to hear what I'm about to say. You can hear what you're saying. It's All fine. right. So go. my next <laughs> and last mention is also a mention from my wife. My wife. It is when Janeway and Tom Paris turn into salamanders after breaking <laughs> oh, the Fort Barrier. I saw that on Top Twenty Greatest Sci-Fi my, so, uh, Twist. This is so. This is funny because my wife watches my wife. Lower Decks with me. We watch the Orville together. Um, she'll sometimes you know she watch, does that just to play game. Uh, right? Well, no, no, no. She actually she likes the Orville. Yeah. She and I know yeah, okay. she and I enjoy the Orville. Um, she likes lower decks, but she she does placate probably for me. Not a lot of people. Like um, lower decks. but my wife, as soon as I told her what episode we were recording, she was like, oh, "So what are you gonna do?" I said, "Top five what the fuck moments." And she goes, "Oh, you have to do the thing where Tom Paris and Jane Yeah, that's awesome. The and I was like, "He had some in yes, was pretty cool." So I I have to mention that one for the good of my wife. Pick, sir. Good pick. Very solid. Well. Nothing wrong with that pick. And you know what? Nice to get some input from somebody other than just all of us, right? Get some wives' input. Get some of our listeners' input, hopefully, at some point in time. And Mr. Jared actually decided to go upstairs. That's that's why all the barking is ensuing. All right. Well, if you are catching up with us, we are on Facebook spotify for podcasters check us out on facebook we are live apple podcasts spotify wherever you get your podcast content from the dogs are barking puppies are raging they're they're so damn happy about the show they They they, really appreciate it they they are they're good they love the content Mm. they love everybody (laughs) who's on it and you know what i i I guarantee you they're looking forward to the second show coming up here in a few top five moments from space balls coming at you guys here next up Absolutely. It's coming up as soon as uh, Gary comes back down from going pee-pee. And we wrap this one up. All right. Will we Barton, will... thank you so much for joining us again. Thanks for having me again, guys. May, May the force be with you. I threw it around on you. I threw it around on you. Now you got to end it with Live mine. There we go. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Party on, dudes.